Good morning. Oh, and I don't see you later. Remember to listen to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. The Truman Show, 1998. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 94. There you can find links to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a comment there as well. And you can also find links to support the podcast on Patreon and PayPal. For this episode, our reflux capacitor was given lots of cameras because it wants to try out for a reality television show, apparently. Provided by our patrons, Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, and a secret patron as well. Thank Is that what all. we do with all that Patreon money coming <coughs> in? Is we uh, buy extra cameras for the episode? or uh, uh, Not for the episode, for the, the reflux capacitor. It needs to get on yeah. TV. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's something that's connected know. to the episode, to the show. Okay. Anyway, before we get to Master Interrupter over there, uh, my name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm dad, Hi. designer, and don't drive a dinghy. And I predicted <laughs> that the Truman Show would be a tragic movie. Oh, it's too bad. And I'm joined by my good friend, co-host, my good friend, co-host, my good friend and co-host, Paul, the Master Interrupter. Powers. Hi, Paul. Hi, Francisco. Paul, my trivial question for you is, uh, which I'm sure you'll interrupt at some point, just Too be- late. <laughs> <laughs> just before the boat stops, uh, when it crashes into the wall in the Truman Show, oh, okay. uh, we see the number 139 prominently displayed on its sail. The ensuing dialogue between Truman and Christoph contains some paraphrased references to Psalm 139, as do many other aspects of the film. Paul, do you have any psalms memorized, or do you just have a favorite one? I used to have the... Oh, wow. I don't even know the reference anymore. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What That's is it? 23, 23 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you don't have that one memorized anymore? Well, I, no, I'd have to work through it. Okay. I don't even know that one. No. no worries. Is that your favorite? Nah. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> Nah. <laughs> Bible. Eh, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what was your prediction, Paul, for uh, the Truman Show? I also predicted this movie would be tragic. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, we are joined once again by a uh, yeah, friend of the show. Why not? Uh, no, not Hopefully not an enemy. <laughs> well, not yet. We'll see what happens by the end of this episode. We'd like to welcome back to the show, Danae Berg. Hey, Danae. Hey. And if you'd like to uh, listen to past episodes that have Danae on them, you can go back and listen to Danae on our Star Wars The Original Trilogy episode, which is RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 79, or on our War Games episode, which is uh, slash 86. So, Danae, welcome back. Uh, can you please remind us what you do for a living? And what, let's see, what's, who's your favorite movie actor or actress? Oh, wow. This always put me on the spot. Uh, I am a mechanical engineer. 
I'm glad you didn't I, ask me. That puts you on the spot. Well, to you know, know what you I, do. I forget regularly <laughs> <laughs> what I studied in college. Nice. Uh, let's see. Favorite actor or actress? Of all time. Of all time. Ugh. Or just someone you like in general. Yeah, that's fine too. It's not meant to someone be you enjoy watching on the big so screen. So hard because I mean Nicolas Cage is the obvious choice, but yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Why can't I dream of Harry? Well, gosh, <laughs> I can't think of well, one. It's changed since then. I like a lot. I uh, I mean Tom Hanks is really good in a lot of things, but probably more of his older movies that I like. Oh, like Turner and Hooch. Yeah, that's or a great big. one. Big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a All big right. one. If I yeah. yeah, if I had more time to research, I'd be like, oh yes, this particular actor. I like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Too we'll hard. go. We'll go with Tom Hanks then okay. for now. And uh, Danae, hey. oh, go ahead. Paul. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I think I'm gonna be mad. So at glad you interrupted later. me for saying never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Danae, well, I could say show something. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 but I'll let you finish with Danae. Then I'll go. I'm gonna let you yeah, finish. Sure will. Um, yeah. Danae, my trivial question for you is. So this is kind of a long one, so sit tight. Uh, I should have interrupted. <laughs> <coughs> According to a 2008 New York Times article, psychologists in Britain and the U.S. reported a number of people experiencing Truman Syndrome or the Truman Show delusion, the belief that they are the unwitting star of their own reality TV show. Aren't we all? Reportedly, many of those afflicted have specifically mentioned the film while in therapy. More recently, on September 16, 2013, the detailed account of one Ohio student who suffered for years from the Truman Show delusion is documented in the New York Magazine article, Unreality Star, by Andrew Marantz, I think. Uh, Danae, have you ever felt like you were being watched and then your suspicion was confirmed? <laughs> no. I, I, read, <laughs> I read that, but I, I remember when I was younger, you know, when you're thinking something in your head and you're not sure if you've said it out loud or not. Yeah. I remember being in like middle school or high school and feeling like, what if I am actually saying everything out loud, but everyone's been told not to point it out. Oh. Like, I have, <laughs> like I have a syndrome. And so people are like, oh, don't, don't draw That's attention to it. And they're all just ignoring it. And not like I had weird internal dialogue, but I'm like, did I, did I say that out loud or not? Oh, wow. so that, yeah. I mean, obviously I don't think that's happened unless you tell me that it's true <laughs> and still going on today. Well, we're, we've been sworn to secrecy. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. we can't let you know. We can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> well, either that or you don't know what I'm saying is really just, I think is in my head. That's too, <laughs> too, too inception too for me inception. right there. Yeah. Um, honestly, I sometimes worry that, um, uh, unfortunately, I will have horrible thoughts sometimes, which I, I think <gasps> everyone can relate to at times. And I'm worried that there's psychics around me that can read my thoughts. I'm like, oh, no, uh, think about good things just in case <laughs> they can hear me. Well, you know, everything will be revealed. I know. Well, yes, I know that. Everything. <laughs> Like how and many psalms you have memorized. That, oh, <laughs> drop that mic. Um, Danae, what was your prediction for the Truman Show? I predicted classic. Classic. Okay. So we got an interesting dynamic here. Uh, and we'll see how it all pans out in the end. Paul, though, will you please give uh, the course to Alice for this episode? Sure, Alice. Let's have a roundtable discussion on... 
the Truman Show, and then let's uh, head back to our time for some uh, games and announcements. And also new tubes. Well, that too. That's part of the game, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Not so much, Paul, but you know oh, what? Uh, oh, we can make it a good game, huh? Alert. Alert. Huh? Target located. Oh well. Spoilers. Watch out for those spoilers. <laughs> he was adopted at birth by a corporation and raised on live television without ever knowing. How are you, Truman? Vital signs are good. <laughs> Damn, my ring cam. Is he looking at us? Does he think he knows? But the only thing they couldn't control... I'm onto something, Marlon. Something big. ...is what he'd do if he found out. Find him. Don't do it again! Jim Carrey, The Truman Show, rated PG. In theaters everywhere, Friday, June 5th. So there never really was a Truman Show that we watched, but we probably have memories from watching this movie... And here is what happens when we meld them all together and come up with a synopsis for The Truman Show. Jim Carrey plays Truman, a guy whose whole life is a TV show, but he doesn't know it. You see, he was born in in live TV and selected to be on reality TV show. (laughs) He lives his life in an elaborate but fake stage reality. He seems to have a pretty nominal suburban white middle class life. I have no idea what happens in the middle of the movie. <laughs> the tr- Truman finds out the truth that his life is a TV show. He finds out that General Francis X. Hummel is controlling all aspects of Truman's environment from Alcatraz. <laughs> Truman tries to escape with the help of a resistance movement, movement, but a rain cloud just keeps following him. Eventually, he fights the TV production powers for his freedom and walks out of it to start his own life. So I think we started (laughs) good and ended good, but got pretty muddled in the middle. I'm going to call shenanigans (laughs) on this (laughs) because you just throwing in like parts of other movies just for fun, just so you can push the button. You're You're the trigger happy inception button pusher. That's what you are. Technically, there aren't any buttons on what I'm pressing. It's uh, like a touch interface. But, it's um, all one button. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Paul, will you te- tell us how this movie was technically produced? All right. The Truman Show is rated PG, runs an hour and 43 minutes. It was released in theaters on June 5th, 1998. It was directed by Peter Weir. Weir? Weir? Weir. Sorry. I think Weir. Weir. Peter, in the world is spell your name in a way that uh, other people can uh, make it out. I'm not being uh, racist or anything there. Just a <laughs> helpful hint. It was stars Jim Carrey, Ed Harris. Phonetic names all around, please. Uh, Laura Lindley and... Uh, uh, Laura Lindley? <laughs> Laura Linney. <laughs> Sorry, I call her Lindley. Even when it's spelled phonetically, you can't. You're really close friends. Yeah, but uh, you know she doesn't return my calls and lightly, (laughs) so I have to. I have to send Paul Giamatti after her. I haven't seen him lately either, though. But I just call her Double L. There you go. Uh, Yeah. So if if you uh, want uh, to hear us talk more about Jim Carrey, we uh, talked about his movie Ace Ventura: Pet Detective in RetroRewindPodcast.com/slash thirty-seven. And also, we covered Dumb and Dumber in Slash 50. 
And if you uh, are an Ed Harris fan and might want to hear any of our thoughts on him, uh, we covered a movie he was in. Uh, you may have heard of it. Apollo 13. Danae, have you seen that with yeah. Tom Hanks, okay. your favorite actor ever? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, he's only everyone's one favorite actor. One actor only. <laughs> All right. And that was in Slash 21. Uh, and also he was in The Rock as General Francis X. Hummel. And that was Slash 91. Uh, please continue with the technicals. Paul? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I put him away. <laughs> uh, let's see. This movie, the budget for this movie was about $60 million, and it went on to gross over $260 million in the box office. And it made almost $60 million in rentals alone. Wow. I'm actually kind of surprised by that, but good job, Truman. I don't know why you're surprised by that. I know. It stars Jim Carrey. He's a box <coughs> office guarantee. At this point, yeah, I suppose so. Just ask the penguins. There's so much undertone oh, to your comments. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he's almost drowned by that undertow when it capsized. Mm. That's what you meant, right? Is it undertone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting off a cold in case you can't hear. Maybe my ears aren't working quite well. Uh, but well, is that what's not working well? Okay. But let's talk about what was working well in The Truman Show. Uh, these are the things we liked, and we like to start with our guest host. So, Danae, what's, something, what's one thing you liked about The Truman Show? Well, I feel like I'm going to have a lot more to cover if you guys both went into it thinking it was going to be a tragic. I don't we'll have that many legs. We'll see. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so, why yeah, you're here. Continue, today. Okay, I have a lot of likes. Okay. So, oh, good. Yeah, you're welcome. So, uh, let's see. One of the first things. I I actually like all the, the funny, sneaky product placements that they put into it. It oh, felt yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's definitely how they would do it if they were trying to make this a realistic show. The, I think the funny part was at the beginning when he's like, why are they pushing me up against the, with this the twins. poster? Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> just kind of the really obvious, but not obvious to him way that everything around him is a product placement ad. Yeah. Did did you find that something you liked, Paul? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree as well. That was the first thing I, I thought of. Well, especially like the first time I saw this movie, I, I think that totally passed me by until they were actually um, talking about as like the sort of how they got funding for the show to continue. But uh, watching it this time, I'm like, oh, they're pushing it back so that they could see Kaiser Chicken or whatever. That, yeah, I definitely enjoyed that element of it. Uh, Paul, what's something else you liked? Well, like Francisco, I have a very few likes as well. So was that it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I have, I like the way it ended. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, with everyone, I'm glad it ended, and I wasn't didn't have to keep no, watching. No, 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 no. The way like everyone was like, yeah, I like got caught up into that. Like, oh, okay. yeah, he's leaving the show, and like, so I thought that was a great moment. I'll I have hate to, to jump to the end there. Well, that's what I'll have to talk that about that a little bit later. Okay. Um, uh, but something. Out of likes. No, I have I have a couple more. Um, I oh, thought yeah, more than me. I thought the the music for the movie was really great. I, I was surprised by that. The music for the show, the actual Truman show that they played during the show was pretty cheesy. And maybe that is just intentional. Yeah. But um, whenever like Truman was trying to get away, I love the music there. It, it seemed like a completely different tone though, 
than the what the movie on the whole was, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, Bentley, sorry you don't agree with that, but that's my opinion. Sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, don't be sorry. Be quiet. Let's go back to you, Danae. What's something else you liked? Okay. Um, it's kind of a it's kind of an interesting one to try to explain, but going into it, remembering the movie, and I mean, they explained the premise at the beginning. So he doesn't know that he's on the TV show. Everyone else knows. So you go into it. I liked going into it, trying to evaluate his relationships mm. and seeing how people reacted to him mm-hmm. and what was genuine and what was fake. I mean, you know, it's mostly all fake. Yeah. But I kind of just liked seeing how people presented themselves to him, mm-hmm. like his coworkers. How much of a front are they putting on because they have to keep this going for years and years? So okay. I like just watching the interpersonal reactions. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that that does seem like a fascinating element because you're watching a bunch of actors pretending to yeah. be actors. It's so Inception. Yeah, or meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. meta. Good word. Yeah. Thank you. I try. Actors playing actors playing what? people. What? I know. <laughs> Mind kind of blown. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I was... I, I agree. It's kind of like on the surface level, like, oh, how are they? Oh, it, it's it's cool to see how, I guess, quick wit they are because mm-hmm. the way that they had to cover for t- certain things. I that's was, their I was life. Yeah. Well, that's the way it was written. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, they had a script to follow because I think a lot of people would be like, um, I don't know. Let me get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it seems like they would all have to be pretty good at improv. Yeah. Yeah, unless they all had that thing in their ear that made it squeal, oh, like, like the radio the, thing. Like the, um, they might have. Yeah, like so the best they might friend. Have, yeah, so, yeah. you know, the lines being fed to them. Well, yeah. and good point. Like when you're living that as if it's your life, it's not like you're existing outside that environment much at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the main characters, they're on all the time. Oh, yeah, they're right. probably just living there. They're just living they, there. They, it's like they they're do, real people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which we'll get into later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Um, let's go. Do you want me to, to do another one? Yeah, so actually, spread it out. Yeah, because I only have uh, one, and that's my classic maker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really liked um, the side interviews when it panned to the real people. Oh and yeah, they yeah. talked that about what fun. they liked. We've been watching since. Blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and they were all different people, and they were crocheting or they were cross stitching things. Or like, I love Meryl, and you know the people in the bar. They were just so invested in it. Yeah. I like the that you could see the real world. It made it seem more of uh, this is a huge TV show phenomenon, and you really mm-hmm. understood why they tried to keep it going so long. Yeah, people were so invested in the show. Yep. I like I like the fact that they d- panned away. I read a really interesting fact that you oh, guys yeah. probably came across huh. that um, was it Peter Weir, the director. Yeah, yes. he actually wanted to. Oh yes. Yeah, insert in in the middle. He wanted to have the projection stop in the theater and have a live camera pan like the actual theater that people were watching it in, and then go back to the movie. So it was like another level oh, of meta. That would be yeah. very meta. Yeah, that would have been cool, but yeah. hard to pull really off. Really hard. In, uh, you would have had to have cameras in all of the theaters that it's yeah. being shown in. Yeah, and, I and high quality yep. because then it totally takes you out of the movie. Yep. Yeah. And uh, also, oh, geez, I just totally lost my thought on that. But anyway, yes, 
that I that came across really that too. That would have been, yeah. oh, it would have contributed to even more the Truman delusions for people. Mm-hmm. Right. That would have done. Jeez. Uh, what's something else you like, Danae? Uh, let's see. I had, so I could, mm, I can do my, I had a love hate with Laura Linney, so it can kind of go in my, okay. my liked and disliked. Sure. So I liked how um, creepy she was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like so desperate to keep her character going yeah and just so surface level norman rockwell i liked that's how she portrayed her character uh-huh but i don't or i i mean i guess i you I can know. come I back to what you didn't like later well i think i didn't like the creepy level but i liked that that's how she oh. portrayed it oh, if that okay. makes sense. yeah yeah do you yeah think, no let's talk about this because <laughs> do you think she was creepy the whole time or just when no the whole just time the, Really? Yes. Huh. I didn't She's think she so was so fake. Well, yeah. I didn't pick up on the fakeness until Truman was pressuring her. You remember the flashback though to when she like basically oh, with throws the herself at her. Yeah. Oh my cheerle- gosh! I fell. I'm so glad you were here to catch me. I'm just well, like, yeah. She's, uh, yeah. Well, that's at the beginning. No, that's toward the middle. No, I mean that's at the beginning of their relationship. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Oh. So. Yeah, and she would I, have to play it up to like exactly do what he she could to captivate him from uh, the other girl Sylvia. Her, yeah. So I think as a so this is like the second level actor actress. I was trying to explain this to Travis. Okay. So <laughs> not Laura Linney, uh-huh. but the actress that she plays. I think. Oh yeah, a, I forget her name. I know she would be a fine character in the movie. I think she was fine normally, but she just was. She put on so desperate her. Meryl character. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was so surface level. I mean, they had a dead marriage. She it was just I made macaroni. You know, it just there was nothing there. It was Don't very vapid. You're good if you like macaroni. Great. I liked her character. I, uh, I mean I liked Sorry. it. <laughs> it it's, I mean, that's my love hate. It's like I liked how she portrayed it. It was uh-huh. I mean, it was very Norman Rockwell, but at the same level it was really creepy. So Love, hate, love, hate. Yeah, you didn't find it genuine. No, not at all. Well, I mean, I'm curious. Did you guys find, I mean, you talked about this a little, I think, before uh, either Danae or Paul, I forget, but did you find any of the characters really all that genuine? I did up until the, (laughs) the, of the best friend, up until the point where he said that, oh, I would, I, I wouldn't lie to you. Yes. You know, and then it's like, well, why is he doing that? Well, he doesn't want to get kicked off the show because that's the only life he knows. And every, so I understand why he did that. But mm-hmm. at that, mm-hmm. at that point in the movie, you're like, dang it. Everyone's against him. Yeah, that was, pretty much. That was actually, I'll, I'll talk about it now. It was, that was one of the things I didn't like. I think uh-huh. you guys will have more, but I didn't like the realization and, and also his realization that everyone he thought he could trust was just really playing their roles. Like you yeah. said, is you, he feels like the only person who's on his side mm-hmm. is maybe yeah. his mom and maybe his best friend. And he thought Meryl. And then he's like, Nope, not even Meryl. And then having his best friend just really genuinely lie to his face. I mean, you would start questioning everything. Yeah. I think that was just that, that had to be like a per- like an inner soul breaking moment for him. Though he didn't know he was lying at that moment. He no, looked he really suspicious though. Oh, not me. Oh. I would have yeah. totally bought it. Yeah. See, I, the I problem is too. I guess I'm too trusting because I would have totally bought the wife. It, like she didn't seem creepy at all to me. <laughs> like 
oh. up to the point where he started questioning her. And like, even the best friend would be like, oh, yeah, okay. Because you have, well, I'll get into this later. But okay. I'll tell you why later. <laughs> okay. It, uh, but I, I want to say I'm with Paul to some extent on Laura Linney's, the wife's mm. character, in that she seemed fine, though she did seem, I think, if you aren't married and don't have a perspective of what like the ups and downs of a marriage are, that seems even more fake. If you have that experience, I think it, it seems very fake. But if you don't, then I think it's like, oh, well, maybe that's just how their marriage is. But I I don't know. Maybe it was I was watching Truman's reactions to things that she said. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you could tell he was just... Like, he wasn't even really buying it before he started seeing the cracks. See, that's also oh. one thing I didn't huh. like. It's like, if they were really married, then he would, I think, would talk to her about that. Well, and he like, was oh, yeah. still looking for Sylvia, too. Well, and but what what one of the things, sorry, I'm just going to go with the natural flow of the conversation. One thing I didn't like is that they didn't, he didn't, like, sit down and say, no, look. This is happening. This is. I know he tried to confront her, but in a more subtle way. Like, be he didn't seem like genuine. Let's sit down and have a real genuine conversation. Well, maybe that's you know? based on how he was raised. He's it, in this yeah, environment where everything is true. Norman Rockwell Stepford wives. But yeah, but still, he'd still have a a discussion like he did with his best friend, maybe. like on the dock. Well, I think you he. I, no. I feel like he made attempts to, and just was met with. I made macaroni and oh. just, I don't think he was getting anything back from her. So, oh, so maybe yeah. they had a history of that. Is maybe what you're saying. like, yeah. he's like, let's go on vacation. Okay. And oh, she's yeah. like, we were going to try for a baby. Like yeah. she always has an excuse or a way to circumvent what he wants to do yep. in a way that he's just gotten used to it. And so since he feels like he can't like, get anywhere with her, he's just like, all right, I guess was, I'll just go along. It was like borderline okay. condescending and would just be like, yeah. oh, well, your mother, she just was yeah. always referencing how upset his mother would be. Mm-hmm. And But see, I took it as because I grew up in a quote-unquote normal <laughs> world that they previously had you know a, of. a discussion. Thank you, Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> you previously had the discussion about having a baby, like a true, honest discussion, not like... Oh, well, let's have a baby, you know, and that's the end of the discussion, mm-hmm. you know. So I assume that there was genuine, a genuine backbone there. But maybe there was. Well, yeah, because I, my guess here, here's what, where's where I'm falling in this is that, okay, if everyone, everything's trying to get Truman to stay in a comedy and make it seem like this is perfect world, then he's never kind of come up against any obstacles he has to work through. And right. at first, I think, like, if, if a kid, you raise him or her to just, like, if you want to give them any food they want, if they want to just go out and play, they can just do whatever they want. They, they're going to think that's great for a while. But as they probably will never sort of, as they grow older, they may think that something's wrong with that, but they're just so accustomed to it that they're, they don't know how to live any other way. So they just continue doing whatever they're doing mm-hmm. to continue feeding those those uh, desires as long as it's working for them. So I think there he's never, he may never have come to a point where he wants to have this really genuine conversation as long as, Oh, he gets his macaroni or he gets right. He placated with, okay, go to Fiji. Just go fine. We'll, we'll just save for a couple months. Go. 
uh, obviously that it ends up not working at the end, but we're sure of gained very much in the weeds on this. Um, yeah. No, we're getting okay. we're getting through the onion layers. We're getting <laughs> into the. I like it. We're, wait, we're cry. we're reviewing Shrek right now. Yep. What? Good, nice fall. <laughs> I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> Gonna make him cry because oh. of the onion. Oh. No, it's not. Oh, it's it's just because it's an onion. <laughs> it's He's, rolling of the eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, give us something else you liked today. Okay. Um, I I liked watching the cracks start developing. The first oh, one yeah. is actually pretty close to the beginning when yeah. the light falls. Yes. And then he's just like, you can see he's suspicious. I mean, you yeah. would think that, and I don't want to get too much into my tragic maker because it's coming later. <laughs> he's suspicious, um, but he is just almost placated by the radio. Oh, it's a aircraft or whatever they said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was weird, folks. Um, so there was that and... Then I think kind of the end of the cracks happening and you just have these really intense moments. So when they're driving and they get to the nuclear incident scene mm-hmm. and the guy says, oh, you're welcome, Truman. And he's just like, oh, that, w- that was a moment for him where he, I think you could see it click and the light bulb, if it wasn't already on, was on mm-hmm. like full force. And then later when he's uh, struggling with Meryl, uh, yeah, Meryl, yeah. and uh she said she yells out, "Do something to not uh-huh. Truman!" Yeah, and he's just like off the deep end at that point. He, yeah, he knows that there's obviously something. Everything's all of his suspicions are being confirmed. Mm-hmm. So I liked watching those things kind of progress. Though a- after that do something moment, I think is when his friend comes in and mm-hmm. like brings his dad back. Do you think that that pretty much placated him yet again? And that oh, you feel like he was I don't still think so okay. I will say I did like how quickly they got to the cracks as Denise. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, them. yeah. It's, I was surprised and delighted. Like, oh, we're starting the, this like almost from the very beginning. Like, so well, also- I mean, it kind of makes sense as an audience. I mean, sure, these, these people that we sort of see watching the show have been watching for a long time, but the story really where we care about is where the cracks start. So, yeah, why would why would they spend a bunch of origin story going through him not having any cracks? Never mind. I I, I know what I mean, but yes, right, good. having cracks start early. Good. Yes, I think we're all in agreement about that. Uh, Paul, do you have something else you like? I just have my classic maker. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, uh, let's see if I have anything else. Oh, I have one more thing that I liked before my classic maker. I really liked how when he's sailing at the end uh, and the music's just going (laughs) (laughs) and the music just abruptly stops when he crashes into the wall. I thought that was just perfect. It actually jolted me a little bit. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So I I appreciate that. That is well done. It makes you go through the same reaction that you think he's going through. He's like, I'm sailing. I didn't think about that. Yes. Because it's good filmmaking right yeah. there. I actually, when I was, I was fact checking that 139 trivia because I'm like, can you really see it? And you can. It's not as clear as they say, but it is there um, right before he crashes. And re watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's totally a backdrop sky and clouds. You really? Having just seen it, yeah, if you go back and look at it again, oh, oh, oh yeah, okay. totally is. 
but you're so caught up and if you're just watching the whole movie through that you don't realize and so yeah it totally is very then, very abrupt the name on the boat i feel like was it the santa maria santa maria yeah, yeah. which i was just thinking about being like sailing to a new world because mm-hmm. oh, it's like christopher yeah, columbus yeah, yeah, yeah. Niña, i just thought Pinta, of that yeah santa maria yes i wonder if that was intentional probably i'm, I'm sure it was yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of this movie had a lot of intentionality. Well, to maybe it. the writer was from Santa Maria. <laughs> I suppose that's possible. But where was the the Dutch country of Solvang? Next to Lompoc. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know what you guys are talking about. And the and the hospital. Well, there's a place in Southern California called Santa Maria. There's okay. a city. Yeah. These are all I other didn't know cities where by Dutch Santa was coming Maria. into it though. I was really confused. <laughs> Isn't it Dutch? Solvang, um, Solvang, yeah, Solvang, Dutch, Val, Swiss, Dutch, something like that. Whatever. Anyway, if you're European. from Solvang, write us. Tell us what yeah, theme your city is. We yes. don't want to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dene, uh, give us uh, bullet time some of your other likes before your classic yeah. maker. Okay, I'll try to go through them really quick okay. before my classic maker. Um, I really liked the fake amputation scene that they had to scramble and put together. Oh, I was so <laughs> So did they cut into her or not? That's what, no, I don't think okay. so. Okay. I hope not either, but I was like, I hope. <laughs> That'd be the didn't. worst extra job ever. Oh yeah, he could just like fake uh, I just thought know, that like was put hilarious. the blanket over. They tried so hard to keep him from getting, and they're like, "Well, we have to do something." And I love the doctor's like, "Uh, scalpel <laughs> and scalpel," and then he and then he's like, oh, "I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys finish this up here as as he's <laughs> walking away." Yeah, I agree. That was funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I liked the just the production quality and the scale of the. Truman Show, like oh, within how the big show. it was, yeah, it was huge, and huge. all of the attention to detail. I mean, license plate for Sea Haven Island, and I mean, ever you have to think about everything that would go into making basically an entire domed city. You need well, I'll get food. into. Okay, I have a, a retort to that later. Okay, but okay, just do it now. No, no, we're on no. the subject he, now. I want to know. He wants now. to save it up. I, I have uh. more. I have. It's not just a little quip. It's okay. Well, I hope I remember this a few minutes from now. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you think, I mean, it's not just like it's a you know production set where you just have to have part it's of it. It's a whole town. It's a whole yeah. town. It's a functioning town with people who have mm. actual jobs. Mm. Mm, okay, fine. You can save that for later. <laughs> Continue, though, please. All right. I liked Ed Harris as Christoph, the creator. Yeah. He was very ding, ding, ding. involved. Is that That's your classic? That's my name? classic. Okay. Name. I will oh, let you talk about it then. Okay. Um, and then, similar, I liked the boat running into the horizon moment. And yeah. I especially liked that there was an exit door with yeah. an exit sign that they like it's, they just centered it's like on been waiting for them all right. <laughs> i thought it was <laughs> just so it looked like such a symbolic moment yeah what if he had like a telescope and he saw that <laughs> like, right i just thought that it was cool that there was actually like an exit sign with the stairs yeah. right where he crashed i mean not very plausible but it made right. for a really great symbolic ending and he's yeah. like exit this is your way out yeah yeah take that red pill uh, cool. Well, thank you, Danae, for going You're through okay. all those. Uh, sounds like Paul agreed with them. I, I liked some of those, certainly. <laughs> 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 uh, 
did you like Ed Harris's acting, Francisco? Because I thought his acting was the best. Like you really, he he seemed really believable to me. He did. Like, I didn't. I didn't like his character, but yes. Well, no, no, I didn't like his character either. Right. But that's his, like my Laura Linney debacle. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But his subtleties, I guess yeah. I appreciated his subtleties. Yeah, the way I, he... I thought he played hubris mm-hmm. and that he was so in control very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He Definitely. was so invested. And so I think it, I mean, to the point where he was, he had deluded himself along mm. with everyone else into that this is an okay thing to do. Yeah. Um, and he was just so invested. I mean, 30 years of your career is just in one person. Mm-hmm. That's, well, the whole town. He actually, basically yeah. is God in yeah. his moon yes. command center. Yes. And as we started, as I started watching this, I was thinking, um, Ed Harris, he's kind of done a role like this before with Apollo 13 being sort of head of mission control. But the, it, that in that role, he very much, that character very much knew he, oh my gosh, I, I have to depend on my team and I'm not in control of what's going to happen. I can just hope for the best and say, this is what I think we need to do. But I, that's way, way different from this Christoph character who's like, yes, yeah. we, ju- we just do this. It's 5,000 cameras. That's just what we have to do because this is the boy that came on cue. <laughs> just the way he talked. Yeah, like you guys said, his mannerisms. It all started with one camera. Yep. Uh, Long story short, too late. Too late. I agree with you, Paul. <laughs> um, Danae, what was your uh, classic maker? Okay, my classic maker, and I, I feel like you guys may disagree with it, but um, I I liked watching Truman, and this is going to be a dichotomy with my tragic maker. I liked okay. watching his struggle. To oh. He being raised in this fake community, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you would think that it was so ingrained that he wouldn't question anything. Yeah. But I, I really liked watching him realize and then struggle to understand that there was something beyond it. Mm. That he, without even knowing Fiji. that, he, yeah, without even knowing that that there was something outside of Sea Haven, that yeah. he he could still feel the disconnect and the that emptiness enough to struggle and push back against everything he'd known for thirty years of his life. So I, I like watching him come to that understanding mm-hmm. having been indoctrinated and conditioned his whole life. Yeah. Do you guys think that the reason they, do you guys think the reason they did, because at, at first I'm, while I'm watching this, I'm like, why did they even tell him Fiji existed? Why isn't just Sea Haven all there is of the known world? Why did they like, ever, it seemed like ever they, talk about anything outside of yeah, Sea Haven? It seems like they sort of cut their own legs out from it. They, what's the phrase? Legs out from under them. Yeah, I feel like there's some other Build phrase. Their own trap. Fell into the pit they dug. Something like something along dug those their lines. Own you, hole. you guys, you guys are picking That's up why I'm it. putting down. Um, but then I thought, well, then he wouldn't relate with. Then the people watching wouldn't really relate to him because he'd be so different than any any of them that they may not be interested. That's sort of what I, the conclusion I came to as to why Maybe. they. They did that. I, I was wondering the same thing. Okay. Did that? Hmm. Was that some a curiosity for you, didn't it? I maybe maybe like the first time I watch it, and then watching it multiple times, it's probably easier for people to ad lib 
and keep in character if it's the most similar to the outside world. Oh, that's a good point. Versus yeah. trying to pretend oh, as yeah. if Sea Haven doesn't exist. Uh, or sorry, if Sea Haven's all that exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you then teach in school? I mean, it feels very, oh, yeah. it might even be you weirder. You can't teach history. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just teach. The history of Sea Haven. You just teach that monsters yeah. with red robes come out yeah. if you don't get in right. the basement. It's right? as simple as that. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, different, tweet us what, what reference that was. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing a lot of our listeners will get that reference, but hey, I tweet didn't. Us. What? Monsters in red robes. The only red robes I know of is those that guard the think, emperor. Think M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> well, don't give it away. I'm just telling the director. That gives it away. He's only done like... Hey, well, if he he's only done like four, he's only he done four movies. From that, then Those he other movies know it. don't count. Doesn't know. <laughs> well, let's see. Signs. James no. Newton Howard did. Okay, uh, never mind, listeners. We're already gonna cover spoil it for you, so never mind. Um, don't tweet us. M Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong. Uh, James Newton Howard did the score. No. Moving on. You should my just classic them. maker. I probably never saw it. Okay. It's not the Avatar. No, no it's not no. that. Then I haven't seen it. So, listeners, tweet us. All right. Um, Return of the Jedi it is. <laughs> Those only red robes I know. Um, the thing that when we you guys talked about earlier, but I think the, the thing I love about this movie the most is that this movie is a great conversation starter. I mean, we've already had some sort of deeper conversations about this movie already in the show. Um, like one, and it's just one you want to discuss with your friends after you watch it. For instance, at the end, where everyone's so interested. Like really, it's really interesting that everyone's watching this and is so excited that Truman chose to be free. But I'm curious, are they actually cheering for their own freedom that they can finally stop watching this show? (laughs) No, No, they like it. Yeah, but they're happy that he made it through all the struggles. Sure. But like some of them seem like this is all their life. And so I wonder if it's not, it's certainly a subconscious thing. It wouldn't be, overt but that they're We're actually wanting to know how it'll end is it the top fall or not I don't know <laughs> um, but I just so just questions like that or or the questions we've had like when when does you know does Laura Linney is her as a wife d- realistic or not I mean just different things no. like this I think <laughs> no <laughs> I think it's a great movie to start a conversation with your friends after you watch it. So mm-hmm. I, I like that I'm, about the movie. I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I think it it's definitely starts conversations. I don't know if they're great conversations, though. What if, well, what if the person okay. you're talking to thinks they're living in a Truman show, though? That. Yeah, then they need a <laughs> checkup from the neck up. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, actually, no. Okay, you know what? I take that back. It can start great conversations if you direct it that way yes it depends on your friends and and yeah if you're just saying like oh wasn't jim carrey great yeah he was great Uh." yeah that's not a great conversation but okay good okay moving on moving on (laughs) those are the things okay not moving (laughs) all right no but i think it can start a good conversation like do you actually think our lives will be reviewed oh yeah like uh defending your life the movie that I've mentioned before. Is this yeah. the one where yes. he goes to heaven or something? Albert Brooks and Meryl Streep. 
They're oh. like, yeah, they're in Judgment City, and they have to defend their life. Oh, that and sounds really interesting. Yeah, I have it. If you want to borrow it, yes, I do. <laughs> I so want to see that. <laughs> and um, actually, not only this movie starts good conversation, it also starts good movies. Other. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, I'm curious if either of you ever saw Ed TV, which yes. is the movie that came out. That's Matthew very McConaughey, similar. right? Yeah. Yep. I never no, did. No, I haven't. And the girl I thought from it was Darman too Greg. similar. Oh, okay. Um, the difference oh, with Ed TV, though, is that he knows he's on the yeah, show he, yeah, the whole yeah. time. That I was thinking about that while I was watching. Okay. Did did you did you like Ed TV? I can't remember. <laughs> I remember so the end. I remember fine. it was a long time ago that I watched it, and I don't think I've rewatched it since. Okay. So well, probably not. A, probably a nostalgic, Tragic. maybe or yeah. nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, that's those are things we liked about the Truman Show. Now, before we get to the things we just straight up hated about it, because there's plenty of those, right, guys? Right? Um, I hope not. <laughs> before we get there, uh, we go out to social media and say, hey, uh, what do you remember about the Truman Show? Uh, how would you rate it? And here is what uh, you guys said. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Yeah, that was like the most... Uh, Every, everyone quoted every, that. Pretty much. It's so, so usable uh, in normal conversation. Crowbot underscore S quoted that. Miss underscore Emily underscore Nitz 25 quoted it. Danae Berger? So I close. guess that's how you pronounce it. Must be my, apple, my alter Your ego. Your apple? I was going to say my doppelganger. <laughs> At the same time, it's my alter ego. So Maybe that's the Canadian apple came girl's out. My <laughs> alter ganger. Um uh, yeah, so y'all quoted that. In addition, uh, Ryan Jackson said, when I first saw this movie, I remember thinking two things. One, it was a unique and interesting story. And two, Jim Carrey can do more than comedy. No, Francisco he still has the gratuitous... Yeah. He still has the gratuitous butt shot in there. At least he wasn't talking out about oh, this time. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yeah, I guess he does have Oh, that. that was so in your face in the camera. I was like, oh, Jim, why? <laughs> I don't want to see this. Oh, we're not to was, that section He yet, was sorry. definitely directing it. Yeah, or well, at least that scene, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, then Eric Purcell said, I remember thinking, wow, that's one really expensive show. <laughs> yes. Uh, that and what a cruel show. I wasn't sure if... Uh, leading a perfect life is worth it if it's in if it's in the vein of the separate wives. See, I, simply that's one meaning of the fake. That, yeah, that's one of the things that I agree. I would probably stay in that world, just like, hey, keep living a perfect life. I don't want. But I do. So would you stay know. in the Matrix, Paul? Yeah. No, I'd go out and then come back in. If but possible. what if you what if you didn't get a chance to see what was outside? I honestly, I know myself well enough that curiosity always yeah. kills this cat. Oh, so okay, I, yeah, uh, like a splinter in your mind. <laughs> uh, then, uh, so that's on uh, Facebook. Then on Instagram, uh, crowbot underscore s also said, "Actually, watched this not too long ago. Great film. Thumbs up emoji." And uh, Diego Avila seventy nine, who's also, I believe, as a Latino lawyer on Twitter, said, "Classic." I love the scenes of people's reactions to the Truman Show, which we just talked about liking. So we're in agreement there. All right. So now let's get to the things we didn't like about the Truman Show. Uh, I'll kick us off. I thought the psychological scarring that this show is doing to Truman 
just taking away people that he authentically cares about or authentically care about him. Um, hey, that's life. Not having him come up against real challenges, like I mentioned before. I don't know how he What's could a actually real challenge having like, a wife any, that actually doesn't always just go along with what he, or I guess tries to subvert he, him to something more amicable, but just is actually willing to stand up for herself and like, no, we're not going to go to Fiji because I don't want to go. For real reasons, not yeah, just for because real, it's not scripted. Exactly. Uh, um, or or a friend that's not always going to come over and make time for you or... Um, he does it. Losing he your working. job. Losing your job. Not being able to make your commit and your yeah. uh, quota or things like that. I, I think that they would do that. I don't know. I assume I, that, oh, he had so. struggle in school. He had to go on interviews and and things. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I just don't, I don't just think that's true. That they, that they would have think, him go. I don't think they made it hard for him, though. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. I, I would I, think they would because it would create more drama on the TV. To mm-hmm. It would create more <sighs> tension. It didn't dude. seem like it in the way that they portrayed everything. That it was think, just very like everything was kind of handed yeah, to Yeah, I feel like any drama, like with Sylvia, it was sort of based on him and how he might be going against the show. Not so much what the show is throwing at him. Or maybe they didn't include that in the movie. Yes, we are definitely story. speculating. But you asked what I, it was real life. What what I meant yes. by real world. So that's that's what I'm I assuming I we were taking this as a show it's real life. <laughs> this actually okay. happened. Watch out, we yeah. might it's have a, a real great, documentary. Watch out, we might have a great conversation here. Um Danae, <laughs> what was something uh, you didn't like about the Truman show? So I already talked about one of the things that mm-hmm. the just him realizing the deep level of deception mm-hmm. of everyone around him, mm-hmm. um, the love hate with Laura Linney. Um, my next one was I thought that so the actress Lauren who played Sylvia she did a horrible job trying to uh, explain things to Truman. In what way? Well, you, or for example? So for example, like the two people who broke into the show and were like, Truman, you're on TV. Like they did it very abruptly and that w- and they didn't, he didn't get the message. You know, they were squashed by people on yeah. in the production. So she had the longest period of time to spend with him mm-hmm. that whole time. And she, if you watch that scene, she in no way said anything about it being a TV show. She just said something along the lines of they're watching you. They know everything you're doing. Well, I get the, the whole time. Well, I get the impression like, that she actually oh, really yeah, liked him. Though. She did, right? So, but if her whole goal you're was being at to, the beach, right? Yeah, right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I once was they're like that, together, that and then she's in the car and she's leaning her head out, and they haven't even driven away yet. And at no point did she say, "You're on a TV show. Everything you know is fake." I mean, it's you could have just said it in two lines, and he would have had more to go on than everybody knows what you're doing. It just, it, that just makes it sound like people are watching you. Yeah. Not I, that you are part of a, a a bigger a fake reality. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, I can't. I thought argue that she that. could have done a better job with that. It's. I mean, it's the also writing, that also. I think she could have done a better job getting away from the the actor pretending to be her dad. Just I mean, like he's abused just, me yeah. all my life. I'm trying to get away from him. Right. I mean, things she like just that, sat right? in the car she while he was outside yeah. talking to Truman. I'm like, yeah, you're giving right. up pretty easily. I think she was supposed to be a teenager. 
right like late teenager and a lot of oh because that's when that well college i think but yeah yeah oh you're right it was college yeah but she at that point was still blowing she'd already blown her cover and she still like went i was surprised there was only that one guy and and how does that car drive on sand right and not get stuck (laughs) apparently really well (laughs) yeah chains i don't know I don't know if that would help on sand. Uh, okay. <laughs> good point, Danae. Uh Paul, do you have any good point things you didn't like? No, I have some stupid ones to start off. Okay. <laughs> um, one is, I thought it was weird that Jim's Carrey's laugh at the beginning was like, hey, good morning. And, you know, and he had that fake laugh. <laughs> I was like, that's not even genuine. You want to start off with a character with the genuine so you oh. get to know somebody. You yeah. want to know their real life, not their fake laugh all but the time. But do you think that's the only like that's the only laugh he knows? Yeah, that he's learned that. Right. That's like maybe just superficial. Yeah, maybe everyone. Where would he learn that laugh unless everyone else is I doing think that? Well, that's everyone it. else is doing that. So you no, learn. Some people are actually laughing. I was actually impressed with some of the when he was looking around and people were having these conversations. I'm like, wow, who's scripting those conversations? They're just living a life. Exactly. So they're going to be real and honest. But like, I feel like a lot of laugh. his interactions, though, were superficial. But would it come people? out of a genuineness? Mm. No. His I best just friend felt... from age seven lied to his face. So. Well. All right. Yeah, maybe. I just thought there was something off-putting from the very beginning. Like, I didn't even buy him at the beginning. I wish that I could have bought anyone. Yeah, and you want to engage that the hero that way. Exactly. But speaking of the friend, um, he says, sort of at the beginning when they're doing those interviews, he says, uh, nothing about this show is fake. It's just controlled. And I, I just, I was... Actually, live tweeting my my reactions to the 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 movie while I watched it, and I I wrote something to the effect of, isn't isn't true control actually fake? I mean, there is no real true control unless you're God, because we can't oh really control gosh. anything. So why are you saying it's why are you making this distinction? Because it's not actually there. Mm-hmm. Why are you asking the question when no one's going to answer? <laughs> Am I asking a question? Yeah, you just said. <laughs> your tweet. I'm not following. What What was my question? He was saying your not, question was difficult to answer. I think. I'm saying you were, you were asking a hypothesis. Oh, my gosh. I can't even remember <laughs> what he said. It was very, So very it doesn't matter. Layered. What you, you appreciate your active to, listening okay. skills, guys. Really, no. You it you're basically about, saying like, oh, oh, why do you call it control? You're being so technical on the term control. You might as well be like, oh, why do you call it a show when it's not a show? It's really a movie. You're climbing out on this, Mister Literal. Yeah. <laughs> you're, there's a point of being too literal. You can't live your life, and that's going over too far. As a mutual literal person, in this case. I'm, as a friend, going, whoa, whoa, you're too close to the edge with that one. <laughs> if you're really my friend, how do I know? What's oh. real? Well, how would you know what a friend was? Oh, man, coming back at me. Okay. Uh, Danae, let's go back to you. What's something else you don't like? Okay. You talked about the, the psychological training. Yes. I also didn't like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
not just kind of shaping his personality, but instilling fears in him that he oh, didn't yeah. actually have. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's terrifying. Like making him totally. afraid of water, of traveling, you know, making him believe his father had died. That's, if you're talking about control, that's just like a level beyond. You're, you're not just controlling his life. And, you know, Christoph said, well, he can leave anytime he wants if he really wanted to leave. But they're so emotionally damaging him, he doesn't even realize that there's it's something to the leave. Right, right. What is he leaving? Yeah. You've killed, you've killed his father. You've mm-hmm. made him, yeah, terrible. But yeah. that could happen in real life anyway. Could, but it sure. didn't. Are you sure? <laughs> well, I don't know where his real father was, so. Yeah, he's unwanted, apparently. Test tube. I don't know. No, you know. went <laughs> test tube. That's super expensive no, and unwanted. Okay. You know what would have been even weirder, though, if his parents on the show were his real parents. His real parents. And they yeah. were actors, and oh, they had to yeah. fake kill off the father, who then, I mean, technically, I mean, he's raising him like his own son, and yeah. then they kill him off, and he doesn't ever get to see him again. Yeah. Well, but imagine if it was his real parents. That would be even really way crazier. Well, why? It would be just as crazy because that's the only about, father he's ever known. About the same, yeah. I was gonna say though, if he's raising him like he's his actual son, though, I gotta think that he he's thinking a lot raising. of the time that yeah, like this isn't how I'd father. raise my son. Why are you asking me to do this? And like, well, I think that's why he was exited from the show and tried to break his way back in. Was probably like. Oh, the drama thought, level and oh, I thought he just tried to break his way back in because of spite for being kicked off. That's how Christoph at least explained it, though. I guess um, consider the source, but yeah. Well, the first person that he came up to, well, that's true. I I thought that there was more real emotion there, mm. but yeah, because he he too. didn't jump on with a you know he didn't jump out of a plane or I guess you can't jump out of a plane. That guy that parachuted in, yeah, where did that come he? from? Oh yeah, well, from the roof. There Maybe. is that hatch that when yeah. they pan out. Oh yeah, there, okay. a guy comes out of a hatch. Just thinking yeah. about that. Yeah. But I mean, he didn't try to do anything really overt. He just looked like a homeless man who was mm-hmm. approaching Truman. So I, I guess I looked at it as more of a genuine. He wanted to see his son again. Mm, He's right. been on the outside watching him grow up, mm-hmm. and probably wanted to warn him and tell him the truth. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. But then Which I was he has- really shocked that they allowed him back on the show. I'm like. You can't trust this guy. Why yeah. would you ever allow him on the show? Apparently, I don't know, paid him enough, maybe? No, there's no nothing. All right. Uh, let's see. What's something else you didn't like, Paul? Um. Okay. This, I have, or I'll just go into this other one. It seems like it, it moved, even though it was, it kept my interest for most of it. It seemed like it was, it went on too long, hmm. I felt. Okay. I didn't I don't know. feel that way, but how do you feel about okay, that? Okay, maybe it's just me. Okay. I, I, I would agree with you, Francisco, but... And, and that it moved just fine? I think I, the pacing was good, and I mean, Paul, you mentioned earlier that you liked that they put the cracks in, started putting some of the cracks in the plot you know, early on. Yeah. I think if they had waited longer yeah. and made more Stepford-y yeah. for a longer period, that oh, would have yeah. felt like it, it dragged on, drag on too long. Yeah, but they yeah. did a really good job, I felt, of establishing the story and the plot and the background and doing the whole in the format of here's a recap of this show, you mm-hmm. know, as if it's airing on TV mm-hmm. and kind of establishing that so they could go straight into current events. Um, yeah. I thought that pacing was really good so yeah. that they could, you were invested okay. in the story and then 
right, you could start I'll, noticing I'll, along. Eh, you can I'll take off my. You can <laughs> have it. You can have it. All right. I was actually surprised at how far into the movie I was. At, at different points, I'm like, oh, wow, this is already like halfway over. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it seemed to go at a pretty good clip for me as well. Maybe he um, had the extended version. Were you watching the special <laughs> version, Paul? I watched the same version you did, Francisco, the one on Netflix. Oh, well, all right, fine. That would be the same one. <laughs> um, okay, something... I thought that was, this is one of my sillier ones, but the black slash reflected vignettes that they had at the corner of the screens to sort of indicate that this was like a hidden camera or a, oh, a camera. Like a button cam? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it made sense that they used that effect, but they didn't seem to use it consistently. I mean, they're like close-up shots of like um, Truman looking down at something like a picture, but it didn't have that vignette. So I, I was bothered by the lack of consistency with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I noticed that a little bit too, but I had to turn my brain off because there's too many frustrating things going on. Oh, wow. <laughs> at least they used something to indicate that there were cameras. So then you felt like you were watching some of the yeah. documentary Yeah, level. that's why I said I had to turn my brain off. Yeah. Because there, there is enough there. I mean, why... You would question the neighbor. Why are you always carrying that stupid trash can? That has a really obvious camera on the side. <laughs> every day for hours and hours. <laughs> when he eventually did, he's like, lady with the flowers. Yeah, you know, but on the not loop. the neighbor. I well, questioned that years before. But, but you don't care about the things you don't care about. So no, it's, that's not, true. it's not pertinent to your existence. So why? If you're not paying true. attention to it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's go back to you, Paul. Um, I, my, the only thing that's left for me is my tragic maker, but that then splinters off into <laughs> okay, like, interesting two or things. Okay. So curious. Danae, how about you? I have my tragic maker. Okay. I still have a few things I'll go through. All right. Quick. Rapid fire. It seemed a bit eye rolling. Okay. So this gets back to something you said, Danae, about how it's like they built this whole city and it's so great that it's like an actual city, like living city. I forget exactly how you yeah, phrase it. Yeah, I agree it. with Danae. I thought it was cool. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Except that I, I thought it was a bit eye-rolly for me that they construct like a full ocean, which is amazing, and they can weather control it like that. Oh, yeah, um, waves and everything. Yeah. And wind. Where did they get that wind? From? It sure seemed like most of the buildings are apparently facades because of that one elevator scene where it goes in the building and the elevator is actually... There isn't an elevator there. It's just a bunch of people standing around. It's like a crap yeah, table. Yeah, I I thought that was weird, but um, well, I got the, unnecessary. I got the impression that put, that's most of the buildings, except for maybe where he works. No, are the ones because that are the they keys. said they sold buildings. They were advertising the buildings. They said everything's for sale, even the buildings. Not the actual. It was like scale models, is what I took that to mean. Oh, oh, because they're showing maybe. people play with the the the. the hmm. I don't remember replicas of the buildings, not yeah. actual like living in them. I took it. I thought that it was more everything was real, like real functional buildings. That's what I. And there were some behind the scenes parts for the actors to like come and go, have their breaks. But why would you need? Why would you need that? You could have a break room. You could have an but actual break somewhere room. totally separate where you can talk about real world. Well, you can lock the door on that. Why make it yeah. something where he could just no, walk into it and use an elevator? I want to get to the top of the building. Oh, you can't actually do that here. Yeah, I, well, I think I agree could. with both of you on that. But one. it was like a, <laughs> it was like a back door. It was like a facade. I mean, it's like having a secret bookcase. You don't want him to see that there's 
a locked door he can't mm-hmm. get into. It just brings up more questions. You want everything to look as real as possible. I, supp- I talk as okay. if I've created this type of environment, <laughs> but... Don't you? Isn't that your job? I, <laughs> Mechanical engineers do right, this, right? All the time. Yeah. Uh, so that's something, that's where I disagreed with you. That to me made me think that, well, if they're going to invest in an ocean, they should just do everything. It seemed like they invested in a hospital, although the hospital is not really fully staffed. So, what if there's a medical <laughs> emergency? You'd, seem, you'd think you'd want an actual hospital there. Like a but real whatever. doctor, a yeah, real nurse. Right. Yeah, exactly. Good thing he you never might as got well sick. because that's a small town you got to take care of, and you need exactly. a real doctor yeah. on well, the scene if things happen, and they do happen, especially when the be, nuclear though. plant melts down. Right. Jeez. Well, well, that's fake. <laughs> you know what I would assume though, if anybody but Truman got sick, or even if Truman got sick, that they would probably pretend to take them to the bigger city hospital yeah, across the bridge. And really just take them to a real hospital. That'd be tough to control, though. Right. Like all the people that, I guess you could close well, off that's the why they said, oh, that's why it took, you know, oh, you fell asleep during that trip to Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> they look so small. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, okay, then, uh, if Tr- Truman is so scared of water, why is he so nonchalant about sitting at the end of, edge of a bridge with his friend where there's like the river? Because he's in control. To use mm. your word there. I don't I, don't I think that, that was like shallow water. He wasn't yeah. out on the water and it was more the he boat the on the water. The water oh okay. yeah. because of All right. his father. All right. I'll give That's you that. That's what I mean by control. Yeah. Okay. Uh then last thing before my tragic maker. Of all the people watching the show, how is the the skin of the guy in the bathtub not just rotted away? Right. Seriously. Well, totally. He's, he never leaves times. that bathtub. Yes, he does. Yeah, no, he does not. We never see him leave the bathtub. He's well, never like maybe putting on a towel, maybe you're watching it or getting in. He's he, just that's in where it. he watches that show. But it's on twenty four seven. Exactly. Yeah, but he's not watching. He's not. We don't. See we don't him know. Like when he's sleeping. All right. I I assume that he didn't. But all right. <laughs> maybe he just drinks the water. Those people are always at the bar, and that old lady's always <laughs> hugging that pillow. They don't eat. They don't go to the bathroom. Nope. Why I think they're they, always they're at the bar. actually happy that they're free. I think that's yes exactly. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> all right, and uh, Paul. Okay, so now our tragic makers. Let's begin with uh, Danae. Okay, my tragic maker was so I alluded to it before. Mm-hmm. How long it took him between getting a hint from Sylvia mm-hmm. that something was wrong in his environment, something very suspicious. I mean, he had no reason before. You know, he was in college, so maybe maximum age. 22. Mm-hmm. So he had no reason to really suspect anything obvious. Then he has this really intense interaction, realizes something's weird. They make up some story about her being unstable, but he's still thinking about her and still looking for her. Mm-hmm. So he obviously doesn't believe this story. It takes him eight years to really start questioning anything around mm-hmm. him. That I didn't like. I think if you had that kind of intense reaction that you wouldn't just immediately go along with the rest of your life, mm-hmm. that you would start questioning things that were really obviously around you. Hmm. Maybe. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see And then it all happened at once. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like it'd be hard to make sense of, like, really, the, like, you guys... Aren't like I'm pointing at Danae and my wife, who's also here. Like you really aren't oh, fine. who you Leave are. Me out. Okay, you're not here in the same room, Paul. 
the listeners breaking don't the know fourth that. wall here. Um, but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but given the hints he gets, yeah, maybe eight years is a bit of a stretch to. It seems like if you if you were suspicious at all, which it seems like he was, because he was hiding the magazines to mm-hmm. make the picture. Mm-hmm. I think he was just longing for her. True. I don't think he he was caught up to what she was actually saying. He just well, liked her and wanted right, to be with her. Right, but it was a her. very abrupt ending to have her leave and to have nobody ex- really explain it. And he but never the sees thing her that again. That he latched on to was Fiji. Not okay. That's right. They moved to that Fiji. The, that's right. Yeah, not that. Oh, there's something wrong with the world. But the thing that he latched that on, we can't true. control what we latch on to. Right. But it's it was still. I mean, it's a suspicious thing that happens to him. Mm. It's the first. I mean, it's a micro crack, but it's still a crack, and it's Which not surfaces later. So let's say it embedded into his subconscious. Sure. And but it's not until then. That's like, right. The it's light falls, and then he sees his dad. Well, really? the radio. Like, there right. are several cracks, There's a, yeah. like there are several things that happen all at once, and so I was just surprised that it takes eight years in between. So that was my tragic maker was that time frame mm-hmm. and how fast he came to his conclusions once he started looking for things. I was mm. I was just surprised. How many years yeah. again? Eight years. Eight <laughs> years. <laughs> it's almost like the Dark Knight Returns. Oh, oh yeah. Um, it's interesting though that you bring up Sylvia because she has a lot to do with my tragic maker, which oh, I'm going to share. Um, no, I I like uh, Natasha McElhone. I think is how you pronounce her well, name. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like her as actress. I thought Sylvia, the character, was fine. I, I mean, the thing I didn't like was Truman was just so emotionally adulterous in this movie. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you? What? How is he the hero? Because he's, he's married, and, and he's just lusting after this other woman. She's the, he's trying to reconstruct her? a picture of her. Maybe he just misses her as a friend. No, I agree with Maybe you. Maybe that my was face his is like so. True, that's his true love. But, but still, he married this other person. Well, because they took yes. Sylvia away. Well, hey. but still, he's. What other choice do you have? Maybe he was not taught that lusting was wrong, and that's that's a, an excellent point. I wrote that down. That you know what, in this environment, he's brought up in, it's not a big surprise, but it, it's interesting that for all of Kristoff's control, he can't control the human heart, and nope. it's well, who it's, can. Bad parts and it's good parts. So. <laughs> I think it also comes. I try to come up with more college yeah. words than bad and good, but whatever, it, it works. Well, and not condoning it at all, but I feel like him being in the superficial relationship where he's getting absolutely nothing back from mm-hmm. Meryl mm-hmm. in any type, not even as a friend, really. Yeah. She's more just like a paper there. doll. Yeah. She's there. So I, I feel like she, he's getting a lot from Meryl. I mean, they even macaroni go to bed together. <laughs> they even what? Go to bed. Like he yeah, sleeps on his camp cot. You assume they. Well, I don't you think know. so. He had like a whole camp cot down in the basement. But no, you, that's just trash. But they make yeah. uh, like the the people viewing say they just they just show how dark room or have, something. She wants a baby. How are they yeah. gonna? That's how are they gonna yeah. have a baby without? Because obviously anyway. they can't go to Fiji. So yeah. Yeah, I think I think that was more of how I looked at it. It was okay. that he was. He missed that human interaction, that relationship mm-hmm. that he had with Sylvia. And it was more of like a, that was this little blip that he was holding on to because he 
had it in no other relationships. I I can yeah, not totally con- buy that, yeah, but he not still condoning it. made yeah. the choice to get married to. Yes. What's her name? Meryl. Meryl. Thank yeah. you. I was going to say Laura Lenny, but that's not really true. Uh, get married <laughs> to, <laughs> the to Meryl. Friend, his friend never got married. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. True. Or you don't know that, do you? Well, we never see a wife or anything. I, well, that yeah. doesn't mean that he doesn't. Oh, we're I going with assumptions again. Yes, yes, we have to. It was a limited span of three hours over 30 years or two hours. I think it was two hours. Yeah. Um, but that's so that is my tragic maker. Point. That I mean, I think is is real in the context of the show, but I didn't like that that's our hero, so to speak. I just felt yeah. bad for him. So yeah. I think I could understand I why to. he was longing for that. She was the only person or the only woman that he had really interacted with mm-hmm. that he felt any level of connection with yeah. and then was kind of finagled, negotiated yeah. into his marriage. But you're right. Before, it doesn't condone it. Before you send me hate mail, I realize heroes are flawed. I, I'm not <laughs> expecting oh, good. the perfect hero. Save a stand. <laughs> the perfect hero. <laughs> um, just this one irked me that yeah. that, that was his... His his issue, I guess. So whatever. Um, Paul. All right. Give us yours. My tragic maker. I have to set this up. Okay. <laughs> I'm I, waiting for all this. The facets. I, I don't know why. I don't like this movie. <laughs> okay. And so many people do, and I don't know why I don't. And I've i I finally feel like I understand Francisco's struggle. <laughs> some other movies <laughs> like Monty Python but anyway vindication this is what I don't it sounds un- like no I don't understand what am I missing and I think one of the reasons why I don't like this movie is I don't think it's honest with its character and its setup and the premise oh interesting and I don't think they take it the way they should I don't think they're being honest like okay why would a person being brought up from birth start questioning the cracks, as Danae put it? Why wouldn't he think that it's, oh, it's an airplane or things fall from the sky? Because that's reality. Like, oh, they are repairing the elevator, you know, the building. Why question that? Mm. Why why not accept everything? Why? Yeah. Okay. There were there are people back there. Yeah. You know. That's but the, what elevators are like. No, but yeah. there were, no, no. The building's under right. repair. You right. Know? Right. Oh, everyone walks around with a headset. That's the way the world is. You don't know oh, yeah. any better. Why? Why question it? Mm. Okay? Though, if they're gonna do that, they should have just given him a headset and have it just be tuned sure. to something else. But yeah. Oh, and here you can hear the voice of God talking, you know, which is Ed Harris. Well, I probably do it probably way. with the headset one, it's probably for the viewers is that they want to make the experience look as natural uh, and not controlled as possible. Okay, but that still doesn't mean why he would start questioning the cr- the cracks. If that's mm-hmm. what you're brought up and this is reality, mm. then okay. So, okay, let's go with the assumption that he does start questioning. You would question everything. Like, what is this? Like, who, who, like, who, who are you? Who has got, what is an air, is, is there even such thing as an airplane? Is mm. there even such thing as parents? Is there Maybe even, he's not there yet. No, but like, why, 
it, I mean, you would your your world as you know it would unravel completely. Yeah. Paul, I mean, you're at you the were, literal edge. Okay. <laughs> But this is why I didn't like it, because I don't think it's being honest. If you were brought up into a fake world, Mm -hmm. you would question everything. Uh Everything. Oh, oh, we're a family. Oh, so is there even such thing as a mother and a father? You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so Mm. I don't think... Maybe that's why I don't like it because it just creates more. It's just like it just keeps expanding and expanding like the question. And you said that this movie wasn't a good discussion starter. (laughs) It isn't (laughs) because it's not based on reality. (laughs) Therefore, you're just wasting time. I think it's done in in a way that it's it's meant to be kind of surreal. And Mm. there's no way that they could make it as if it was meant to be realistic. I don't think it would be it would be as entertaining it's it's kind of an it's a comedy drama. It's have meant you, to be entertaining and still a drama. Have you seen The Matrix today? Yes. That's quite entertaining, yeah. and I feel in like in a different they, way. They a do it a bit differently. Well, they're both listed yeah. as sci-fi, so it might as well be the same way. I think. Really? This they is are. listed as sci-fi. It is. According to IMDb, it is. I would call it drama, but okay. It's drama, comedy, sci-fi. That's what they listed. Interesting. It's a good combo, but I think I think that's why is if you. If they took it to the level that you're discussing, mm-hmm. you know, to having him start questioning everything, maybe that comes later in his kind of recovery process is that he he sees what's out in the real world and he can discern what is different. But you probably wouldn't know what to question. And when you get to that fine of detail, I think you lose a lot in the plot. Mm. Oh, definitely. So I think it's it's a trade-off is to make it entertaining they can't make it so and, realistic. Right. So I think Paul's just saying he they shouldn't have made this movie then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Thank you, Francisco. You helped me clarify. Yeah, that. you bet, Paul. <laughs> um, all right. So those are all our firing computations that we've entered into the targeting computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution, aka a final review for us? <laughs> Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Do we rate The Truman Show a classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and see this, whether you've seen it before or not. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend you re-watch this movie, not see it if you haven't seen it before. Or a tragic, don't see this movie again, even if you have seen it before. Let's begin with our guest, Danae. How do you rate The Truman Show? would rate it i would still rate it a classic because right. i still did enjo- classic i s- rated classic. yeah i still enjoyed re-watching it so it wasn't just a nostalgic for me mm-hmm. and nice. uh, and i th- yeah i'll i'll speak after you guys see what yours were which i could probably predict <laughs> yeah i'm worried how this is looking um paul go ahead I'm going to say tragic. (gasps) No. I mean, if you want to talk about, uh, you know, oh, no, your whole life's been a sham and you live in all in you're not living in the real reality. Go watch The Matrix. (laughs) Could you, though, say it was tragic for you, but still think that because other people may like it, that you would still recommend it or no, no, you think everybody would hate it? No, neither. I would say I didn't like it, 
I can't recommend it, oh. even though that you, other people, may really enjoy mm. it very much. But I personally cannot give it a stamp of, hey, I recommend this. Oh. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yes. So I, I don't want to discourage people from like trying it out, but I can't uh, give it my recommendation. No. Got it. Yeah, how do you how do you do that <clears throat> with your tragic nostalgic classic rating? It's, it's just tennis. based on personal re- preference. Okay. That's why we have three people. Rain. Unfortunately, it doesn't help us in this case yeah. because I rate it nostalgic. So. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> it's a draw. So the Truman <laughs> Show is a draw. Um, yeah, I, I'd say it's it's worth watching again, especially if if you could watch it with friends. I still think it can spark some good conversation. And, and, uh, and if you're open to having conversation about it, then, yeah, I, I would watch it again. But if you haven't seen it before, I don't think it's that amazing of a movie um, to watch. I think there's other movies that could also spark conversation that are more enjoyable to watch. Um, so with that, the Retro Rewind podcast rates The Truman Show a draw. You gotta just go with the host you like the most to determine whether you're gonna see this movie if you haven't seen it before, obviously. A lot of people liked it. It did really well and almost everyone I talked to was like, oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, so, I uh, think, yeah, I would say, like you said, I, it would almost be worth watching it. You said, you know, rewatching it. It's almost worth watching because it's so mentioned in pop culture mm. that it's a it's a reference that's it worth is? knowing. I don't know. It comes up a lot. You're like, oh, this is like the Truman Show where it's like a oh, false reality. Circles. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it hasn't really I, I come like up with comes, me much, but okay. Uh, I feel like it's a good one to know that it's, y- it's yes. a pretty good staple in and of its own genre. That, that if you know the reference, then yeah, that's where that comment ends. <laughs> no, no, it's for a that good sentence. point. Period. Right there. <laughs> right there. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you guys for your ratings. Uh, now, you're welcome. Alice, will you bring us back to our own time for the new tube section? New tube systems engaged. All right, we're going to go around and say what's new on our tube. Whether it's a new movie, a new book, new magazine, maybe a new. I don't know, mural. That's possible, I suppose. <laughs> Darn uh, it, I brought the door frame. This <laughs> Go back to episode 92 if you want to get that reference. Um, Danae, what's new on your tube? Okay, uh, so we just got a whole new set of new board games. Oh, cool. So I'll mention a couple of them because I couldn't pick one. Okay. So one of them is called World's Fair, mm-hmm. which we really liked. It's not a very complicated game. But the it's where you try to make sure that everything in the world is fair and even no, for everyone. No, it's based on I think the 1893 World's Fair. Oh, so all that the cards are really, really fun, detailed uh, about exhibits they actually had. Oh, cool! So you're playing and you're trying to amass, you know, points and tokens. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but that was a pretty fun one. And then the one of the other ones amongst the stack we got is called Anomia. And it mm. was like a Mensa game. But it's a fun, fast-thinking game mm-hmm. where you have cards that have kind of like a subject, like a brand of cereal. And so you're playing and you're playing with three or more people. And so if Cocoa you, Puffs. Yeah. So if you have a card, 
if you draw a card in front of you that matches the symbol or the category that somebody else has, the first person to shout an answer to that category wins the card, if that makes sense. And so oh, you're trying to amass the most cards. It's a fast apples to apples. Yeah, kind oh, okay. of like that, where you're trying to think of an answer to a category and also watching what everyone's cards are, because if you have one that matches, you're trying to get that card. Oh, then nothing, because I have no cards. So that's a fun like multiplayer quick game. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, Janae. Yep. Uh, you're probably going to have to remind me of both of those here in a second. Yep. Paul, what is new on your tube? I saw the movie Star Trek Beyond. Ooh. Uh, I like the first Star Trek of the reboot better, but I think I like this better than the second one. Even though I enjoy uh, Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. I thought the fighting scene between the fist fighting was a little more in that movie. It was a little too much for me with the... Uh, the second one, but I oh, think I hmm. like this third one better than the second one, if that makes sense. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, that makes sense. Okay. So, in order well. of rank one, three, two. Yes. Okay. Very nice. Almost how I rank Back to the Future. Almost. Cool. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. For me, what's new on my tube is a game called Roguelite. Not roguelike, though it is a roguelike game, um, but uh, you so, can... The first one, Rogue One? No, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. It's oh. uh, kind of like a dungeon crawler, though. It has a unique element where you can only see whenever you have, uh, you've drawn your bow because it, it Is illuminates. This a video game? It's a video game, yeah. Oh, it's a video game. Okay, I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> it's about? It's a board game. <laughs> you're going around on dungeons and you're. He has a real bow. I was bow. thinking RPG or no. you're. So, but you can, uh, it's a pay what you want game. So you can pay for it or you can download for free and you can get that at itch.io. It's very uh, styled like a Game Boy game. So if you enjoy those retro graphics, but have a, it has a really nifty mechanic of, again, you can only see as far as much light as your arrow will illuminate and it gets dimmer and dimmer. And if you run out of arrows, you kind of have to guess at where you're going. It's all dark. So it's kind of neat if you're into that type of game. So we have uh, the board games uh, World's Fair and Anume? Anomia. Anomia. We have the movie Star Trek Beyond and the game, the video game, not a movie or anything else, Roguelite. <laughs> uh, so go check those out. And now we are going to play our own game. It's time for the 1.21 Game of Watts section. And we're going to start do a new game this time called Domo Adigato Mr. Film Bato, and here's how it goes. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you guys a synopsis, a movie synopsis from IMDb, of one of the movies we have covered on the show previously. Oh. Um, so you may think, well, that's going to be easy to pick. What the oh, movie. is this the plot explaining badly? No. Oh, no, okay. it's not that. <laughs> you just have to tell me what the name of the movie is okay. that this is a summary of, but... I've run the 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 synopsis through a Google Translate a couple no. times uh, through I think Japanese either twice or Japanese and t- Chinese. <laughs> so you have to tell me what the name of the movie is, given these weird uh, film bato translations. All right. Um, there I have seven of them. So who you all go back and forth between the two of you. Whoever gets the most points wins the game. Okay. Um, Danae, since you're the guest, oh, would you so like... Oh, so it's not a shout-out, whoever can get oh, it first. This is like you can steal the point if the other person doesn't get it scenario? You can do that, yeah, but we can go back and okay. forth. Danae, would you like to go first or second? I'll go first. All right. Here's the first one. Oh, and just as an example, 
Um, so you got either of you guys could say this. This is not a point. When the Jamaican sprinter was disqualified in the Olympics, he is in order to help to sign the infamous coach. Began the first Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> cool oh, runnings. Cool yeah. runnings. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. All right. So here's your first actual one, Danae. Oh, oh. that doesn't count. No. Oh. I said that was an uh, example. Was it? I easy? thought that was would translated you say that was too. Easier or I hard? would say that was easy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think these go up in difficulty. <laughs> into difficulty. <laughs> Difficulty. Oh. Again, listeners, sorry I'm sick and nasally. I apologize. Anyway, Danae, here's your synopsis. When the two children to play the magic of board games and find, they will save it for a few decades. You can stop by to finish the people of the trap game only to the crisis of the host. (laughs) Jumanji. Jumanji. One point for Danae. Let me note that. Okay. Paul, here is yours. Selfish 16-year-old girl to solve the maze, her desire for him has labyrinth. been taken away when the 13 hour to save <laughs> her ding, baby ding, brother, this will be the Goblin King, was awarded to you. Please let me finish. Oh, sorry. You're not, you're not in my competition to get it first. <laughs> he was really uh, excited. I like to read these. I think they're funny. So, Okay, okay yes, right. you're right, Paul. The, in the 13th hour to win. <laughs> yes. That was really funny. Toby. Danae, back to you. This is a shorter one. Okay. The weather forecast is itself. I found many times live many times on the same day. Groundhog Day. Very good, oh, Groundhog Day. I almost uh, didn't get that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Paul, here you go. In Uh-oh. 1978, the boy, eight years after the movie, a foreign ship adventure is responsible. Wait. Flight wait. of the Navigator. Very good. Wow. I'm glad I went first. <laughs> All right, back to you, Janae. Magical Nanny will be Cold Banker's unhappy family work. What? Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Wow, you guys I so are did doing not great. Get that. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't trade. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Paul, back to you. Columbia kidnap ransom sister off her romance writer. I immediately found myself in the middle of a dangerous adventure. Romancing the stone. Oh, Very good. Yes. I was hoping you didn't get it. <laughs> so you I guys, so you guys are tied now. So I'm gonna say whoever gets this, you guys say your name when you get right. it. Say our name. Say your name, yeah. so I know your you name. want to answer. Your name. Your name. I your will name. stop, and then you can give me the guess. All right. Um, and if you get it wrong, I'll continue, and then the other person can try to do it. Incompetent ninja trying to rescue a woman woman with his half-brother a little help. Mm. Would you like to hear it again? Yes. Incompetent. Would you like to hear it again, Danae? Yes. Okay. Incompetent ninja trying to rescue a woman with his half-brother a little help. <laughs> How bad is this? Is this going to be a tie? My goodness. I don't know. Are any of the words mistranslated, or is it actually happen ninja? Uh, no, those are all right. Yeah. Hmm. There's a ninja in it. Yeah, hmm. half brother of the ninja with the help. Francisco's all excited <laughs> because he knows what the answer. Maybe the host will win. Ha ha ha! I have no see idea. Christy, see if Christy knows. No, uh, she. I don't think she's ever seen this movie. Mm. A little help. Have How it? many words are in the title? <gasps> Cheating. Three. You have to guess. Three. 
No, I don't have to guess. <laughs> okay, I'm kind of Is it You've the Karate Kid? Plenty of time oh, now. Too late. Is, I I think she's right. Is it Karate Kid? No, no it's, not. it's not Karate Kid. I'll, oh, I was about to say I'll totally give you the point. Yeah. All right, uh, we're since you guys are having such trouble, let's give Christy a chance since she's here, uh, returning many time a guest host, my lovely wife, Christy Ruiz. Okay, Christy, I, I don't think you'll be able to get this, but here it goes. Oh, this is so fake, just like the truth. <laughs> Me fall. Uh, okay, here's the movie synopsis from Filmbato. Incompetent ninja trying to rescue a woman with his half-brother a little help. Beverly Hills Ninja. Whoa, Whoa, good, good job. job. That was unexpected. Everyone wow. knows that Chris Farley is an incompetent ninja. <laughs> True. He's also an incompetent brake pad salesman. <laughs> <laughs> nice Tommy Boy reference. But he's a man. Um, <laughs> so you guys tie three points each, but I'm going to give the win to Christy there for there coming in. Good job, Christy. That. Yeah. Um, but that was our 1.21 game watch section. Domo arigato, Mr. Filmbato. You're welcome. <laughs> now, Alice, will you please bring up the communication satellites? Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Alrighty, we have uh, no real feedback, uh, but I want to thank just... Some people that have uh, uh, usually retweet us on Twitter, uh, Diego, uh, Rob, Eric, you, you guys, thank you for being having so much interaction on Twitter and just, it's been great. Uh, and also thank you to everyone who plays our game on uh, Movie Actor Mondays. Just thank you to everyone on all our, all our different social medias just having so much interaction. Uh, I do want to point out though in terms of in in light of social media we're trying to do a little bit better about posting on instagram so if you want to follow us there we are at retro rewind podcast the full title um and uh, we're now trying to post like behind the scenes of photos and also um we're i'm calling it the hashtag how i retro so essentially if i'm watching a old movie or playing an old game or just a sort of a old styled game like roguelite i'll post a picture of it hashtag it how i retro and we i would love if you listeners did the same thing you know just uh, you could tag us in it or uh and put the hashtag how i retro and we'll share that whether you're like if you're listening to the podcast and want to share a picture of like what your view is or if you're playing a game or watching a movie just yeah share that with us because we'd love to know how you guys retro so uh That'd be a great way to interact with you. Uh, now, as usual, I want to share uh, the caster vote. You go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash caster vote, and there uh, you can vote on the movies you want us to cover. If we were going to close movie close voting today, which we're kind of a ways off, but if we're going to close today, the top five movies would be Jaws, The Boy Who Could Fly, In the Army Now. <laughs> Oh, that'll never get picked. Uh, sneakers and City oh. Slickers. Oh, wow. So that's quite the bunch there. Very eclectic. Um, but yeah, that could definitely change. We have several more weeks to go. I think we're, we still have Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Predator, and... Um, Adventures in Babysitting. Adventures oh. in Babysitting. So essentially six more weeks. This So this could be way over the map. For instance, 
the the last movie on the list, Escape to Witch Mountain, could conceivably go to the top. I don't think no. it's going to happen, but it could. As, but yeah, go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash cast your vote, and there you can vote all the movies you'd like us to cover and all the movies you don't want us to cover. I can see which ones Francisco doesn't want to cover from here. <laughs> what, he has a mark or something? Well, because she can... I voted on all of them, and she oh. can see the ones I voted up and voted down. It'll oh. be a secret. Thank you, Danette, for, <laughs> for keeping that close to the chest. Wait, isn't that kind of like... Uh, I'm sorry, what's the, what's the word? Secret when... polls? Conflict oh. of interest. Thank you. Conflict <laughs> of interest. I don't know how. You're tainting the water. He has to watch the movies, too. I'm I mean, sh- I vote on it all the time, <laughs> but I don't want Francisco <laughs> voting on it because we're going to oh, go against each other. Oh, you're like, why am I voting? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want. I have certain movies I want to cover, too. All right. I all listen right. to the show out. as I'm all not right, only a uh, host, I'm also a listener. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> you are a listener, so you get to you get to vote. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, if uh, if you want to leave us feedback, we'd love to hear it. Um, we'd love to hear iTunes reviews, or if you just want to comment on the show, or uh, send us an email at retro or just go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash contact. Any of those ways. Um, or if you want to join our Facebook group, you can do that by going to retrorewindpodcast.com slash group. Um, yeah, all those different ways to contact us. Now, before we head back to Nav Point Omega, Paul, what will, what will we be doing next time? Oh, I'm so glad you asked because next time we'll be going back to your 1985 plus Again? one. Oh, six. Yeah, <laughs> for 1986 for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, okay. But until then, you can find us on theretrojunkies.com, listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher and the web, and support us through Patreon and PayPal. Follow us on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. But if you really want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links. Awesome. Thank you, as always, Paul. Thank you for being an awesome co-host, an awesome friend, unless you're actually an actor and this is all just staged. And the last thing I'd ever do is lie to you. I would never lie to you. you. That's good. That's if that's good. If only you true. had the audio clip ready to play right <laughs> then. <laughs> thank you, Paul. Uh, and I also want to say a special thank you to Danae for coming in. Travis, your husband, was supposed to be here, but you pinched it for him. So thank yeah. you so much for doing that. Absolutely. Um, where can people find you online? And is there anything you'd like to promote? Um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Very cool. And nothing. Th- oh, I will promote Pokemon Go. <laughs> it wasn't my <laughs> new tube, but I will promote it. What's the last Pokemon you caught? Oh, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Actually, no, Eevee. They were right next to each other. Oh, okay. Let's be real. Eevee doesn't Does have a song. Does this really need to be promoted more? <laughs> mm, I don't know. It's. F- I'm not well, no as into. I'm at 13 now. Nice. Wait, what team are you on? Red, Valor. Oh, no. <gasps> How many different colors are Three. there? Three. I only did because that's what Travis was, so then we are on the same team. Well, I only did the different one because that's all my coworkers are on, and oh, there's okay. a bunch of gyms near us. Is no, it, that, that's totally good strategy. Is it red, blue, and green like the three? Red, red starting yellow. yellow. Okay. Red, blue, yellow. Yeah. Poor Venusaur. Got the short end of the straw there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Also, 
I don't know if you know about Pokevision.com, but it is extremely helpful in finding Pokemon. It's tied in with the server, so it oh, shows okay. where stuff pops up and how long it will be there, and it's been oh, very nice. accurate. Know another way to catch Pokemon? Play Pokemon Red or Blue. Yep. Oh, old oh. school boom. Pokemon, so. the TV show is also on or Netflix. That, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Okay, uh, now that we've done so with our Pokemon your <laughs> kicking out, uh, uh, I want to say an, another thank you. Now that we're done Pokemon geeking out, uh, you can find me, Francisco, on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX. And I want to promote my services, as always, as a web and graphic designer. Check out my portfolio at FXRDesign.com. Thank you so much for listening, subscribing, supporting the show. To those of you who do, if you don't, please consider it going to patreon.com slash retro rewind podcast or clicking the link on the website. It, every little bit helps. We're still trying to work toward the goal of having all our media hosting and web hosting covered. So you can donate as little as a dollar an episode, or you can actually do 50 cents an hour. You can do any amount an episode. Um, one billion dollars. One dollars. Uh, yes, we are now. <laughs> Have as much money as some small countries. Uh, anyway, but or the Truman Show, yes. But if you can't do that, thank you for just sharing the show with your friends. That makes a difference too. Um, uh, but like a, a Pokemon trainer, we gotta catch y'all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs> Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. is blue. The pen is blue. The GD pen is blue. That's the wrong movie. Oh, whoops. Uh, the point <laughs> is, Francisco, I would gladly step in front of traffic for you. And the last thing I would ever do to you <laughs> is lie to you. <laughs> and what else is on?